storm clouds moving in. Whatever's gonna happen, it's about to begin. I remember what the drunk doggy told me when he said, Son, don't fear. Mike's where the bass line is about to If it's gonna be a hurricane, don't you worry about the news that they try to hide. Just click on my page, Drunk Doggy Nationwide. Well, there'll always be some haters, they don't understand. Mike's got a friend and a hundred thousand more across the land. Well, if you want to know it first and you want to know it right and you want to have time to plan, Drunk Donkey Nation tells your friend, Mike, he's your man. Then he's going to tell you all about the wind and the rain. Going to tell you if it's going to be a storm or if it's going to be a hurricane. Don't you worry about the news others try to hide. Click on Mike's page from Noki Nationwide. Yeah, here on Mike's page from Noki Nationwide. All right, what's up, everybody? Good morning. We are live. Daily Brew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I debated even doing the doggies today, but everybody likes to see a little bit of Louie and Hunter. So we'll uh, we'll show Louie off here and then get right down to business. I know there's a lot of anxious people out there. <clears throat> So have to be be patient. We um, we talk a long time. I I uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure everybody wants to get right to it, but this is what we do. I do a new YouTube um, short video now. Um, you can always check out if you don't have the patience for our longer daily brew. <laughs> So this is Louie. Uh, I'm Mike. Mike's Twitter page. Thank you so much for uh, stopping by and watching. Um, we are a good little weather family here on, on the internet, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We're streaming right now. Uh, been blogging online since 2009, and uh, it's been a rough week. <laughs> been talking about these possibilities. Um, coming to the eastern Gulf, Florida. Uh, it's it's happening, so we're gonna we're gonna show you all that. So we are uh, tracking tropical depression number nine, and it looks like Florida could be impacted for sure. Uh, so we'll get into that. Cold front coming. <laughs> Dan wants what Louis Louis having. I don't. He goes into this weird, comfortably numb stage. Um, I don't know what. <laughs> they just love to chill, man. Um, so anyway. Oh, goodness gracious. So, 
First and foremost, got to throw out my disclaimer. Obviously, there's nothing official here with Mike's weather page. I'm not a, a meteorologist. I'm just a weather hobbyist blogger. So for all your uh, official information, please refer to the National Hurricane Center and National Weather Service. They're the uh, official weather sources here for the United States and worldwide, really. They, they cover hurricanes more than just the United States, continental U.S. So... So yeah, but our Daily Brew is a special place here. We're going to talk tropics here. Uh, it's proudly brought to you by our good friends here at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. They are located here in Florida. Floridians will be stocking up on storm supplies today. Today is the day. I already had Julie go get water from Publix, and the manager yesterday said to Julie, uh, why are you getting all that water? <laughs> It's already uh, hysteria out there today, I heard. Um, I've already filled up my gas. And uh, there you go. So so welcome. All right, so we're going to go ro rolling right into it. I usually say hi to a lot of people, but um, I'm going to try to pop in there. We'll do more hellos towards the end. Let me Two things I want to talk about real quick, and then we're going to jump right into it. This is the weather map right now. I mean, we got five things on the map right now. Um, let me just show you. This little guy came off of Africa. It's going north. Never really seen a storm go north. Not following this one. Gaston's going to affect the Azores. Uh, Fiona affected Bermuda last night. Luckily, it did skirt west. Now it's going to be heading towards Nova Scotia and Newfoundland. And here is our old Invest 98. Now it's Tropical Depression number nine. So real quick, we got a lot of people watching the Azores. Uh, you got tropical storm warnings going on right now. 60 miles an hour. That's a pretty decent little storm for uh, way up there in the Atlantic. Waters are two to three degrees above normal, four degrees in spots. So kind of weird to see a tropical storm affecting the Azores, but that's what they got. Um, far as Hurricane Fiona goes, we got a, a very rare system hitting Nova Scotia. It's uh, definitely the talk of the town up there. They don't get these very often. So they're getting a 920, 930 millibar system uh, this weekend. And uh, we got hurricane warnings for Nova Scotia and Newfoundland. So that's a big deal. Winds are still 125. This is going to be a widening wind event. And there's, they're going to have a lot of water waves surge rolling in um, as this system expands. So they're definitely batting down the hatches there. And there's a last look at Fiona here is uh, Bermuda. So things are clearing out for you guys and the gals down there. You're going to have blue sky. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. Blue sky is on the way. This is a satellite imagery on weathernerds.org. All right, so let's jump right into it. Let's show you the latest 12Z models. Let's tell you what. Let's look at the latest um, track here from the NHC, and then we'll look at some spaghetti models. This is the latest. Um, I was on a radio show this morning, actually, down in Miami. Uh, they called me at 6.50. First off, I was sitting here, and the phone rings, and I'm, Julie was still here, and I'm like, who the heck's calling at 6.50? And I forgot I had a radio thing. Usually they're not at, in the morning, but they didn't even know. They're, they're like, oh. Invest 98. I'm like, haven't you heard? And uh, they're in Miami. I'm like, you guys probably should be listening. So they, they actually perked up, man. A lot of, I mean, a lot of people woke up a little surprised today. Um, yeah. So here's, here's the official NHC stuff here. This is a graphic now that got a cone. Florida's in the cone. That's why we call ourselves Coneheads. Uh, it's, it's definitely, you know, that low level spinach that we were showing yesterday, it's, it's held together. It's, uh, expected to be a storm soon. We're going to probably have tropical storm warnings, possibly for Jamaica on Sunday, uh, timing here Sunday. And then the big unknown right here, Caymans, possibly a hurricane 
so Sunday into Monday. We that's been at least consistent with models. The big question mark is how much strengthening are we going to get in this this very 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 conductive environment that's ahead. Um, the NHC is showing 110 miles an hour right here. That's one mile an hour away from three. And they're only showing a five mile an hour increase from Cuba. So that's, you know, they usually start out conservative and I'm hoping that this doesn't get bumped up. I was going to show you the discussion here real quick. So just to kind of show you the official speeds. 105 near Cuba, 110. I wanted to make sure I was right on that. So that's, ah, uh, man. You know, I just, uh, we're going to show you some modeling and stuff that shows the possibility. But we're also going to show you some models like the Euro isn't really showing any rapid intensification. So that's good. But we just got to be alert, Florida. Um, you know, we've seen storms down here really intensify in those uh, Western Caribbean waters. Um, I want to bring up this real quick so I don't forget. Cuba, this is a good map of Cuba. A lot of um, folks wonder how the storm doesn't get disrupted going over Cuba. Um, the big mountains are on the eastern side. Relatively flat over Cuba. So not a lot of storms have weakened too much over uh, western parts of Cuba. So it is flat, meaning mm -hmm. that uh, you don't have those tall mountains that you see in Hispaniola that disrupt hurricanes. So that's kind of why Cuba doesn't really slow things down very much. And it should be moving kind of fast, so it's not going to be over it very long. So that's why um, Cuba is not a big deterrent with our system. Let me just jump right into the models here. I got them all loaded up here. Um, let's show you the latest 12Zs first. These just came out on Tropical Tidbits. Uh, we mentioned it yesterday. Levi is uh, wanting to expand and uh, he put out a little note on Facebook and Twitter about supporting his site. We've had a lot of our MWPs do it. That's great. He's a great service. And uh, there's definitely other you know, sites out there, but we 100% support him. That's why um, I show his stuff a lot because uh, we, I like him. <laughs> so um, these are your latest. So these models run around 9. And then the next suite, it's going to be around 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, consistent pole north. There's a cold front coming down. Tropical systems respond to these cold fronts in October. This is an October-style system down in the Caribbean, pulling up from a weakness and accelerating out of here, likely. Um, the gray lines are your consensus lines. Notice they're a little bit south. You know, Tampa Bay, south. It, you know, um, it seems like the majority of modeling has been I-4 south. There again, there again, if you follow us here, we talk about Interstate 4, whether it happens to the north of 4 or south of 4. Uh, but it does seem like uh, that we're getting this South Florida vibe. But the cone is the official tracking that you need to follow. Anybody in that cone could have the center of the storm. So these are your latest. Uh, everybody asks questions too, like these timestamps. These are 24 hours from 9. So that would be tomorrow, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday. This is timestamps. You know, 72 hours, 96 hours, 120 hours. So that's kind of what those numbers mean. So, hey, thanks, Pete, over on YouTube. Listen, guys, too, we're going to really read the chat. Man, I just can't um, read everything going on right now. I apologize. We 
we get a little more laid back when things are slow but i want i want to talk all weather right now so appreciate that um understanding on that so let me show you about this cone real quick so there's a couple things we got a, a lot of new folks in florida um just kind of explain some things I, I posted earlier there's a video down here on the nhc site about the cone it's really important it, it explains what that cone means there's a lot of confusion on the cone at times because uh there is a lot of people think that might be where the actual effects are it's not so the cone technically is anywhere that the center eye can can go it's not it has nothing to do with who's going to feel the effects it's it's the eye okay if our storm you know past here we're still going to have effects like that outside the cone uh, so it's very important to realize that that's anywhere that the eye wall can go according to their day four day five track and they are noting that you know usually they do note day four day five there's a lot of uncertainty uh, this is official this is showing you 2 a.m wednesday uh, 110 miles an hour so that's where they expect it to be uh, Wednesday at 2 a.m. right here Wednesday 2 a.m. right here that's their latest call now here's the keys down here look that would be more of a Tuesday effect okay so the keys could be dealing with this thing as early as Monday as far as effect. I'm gonna show you another graphic here real important so, you know, if this thing turns a little bit, it could be a quicker landfall here. It would be more like Tuesday night. If this thing goes over here, it's going to have another day over water, and it would be a later landfall. And that's kind of what the NA, or, uh, NA, uh, GFS is showing. So it could get sneaky, get there a little earlier. So they do have another awesome graphic that's kind of new the last couple of years. This is your most reasonable time that you could get a uh, tropical storm force winds. And, and this is because, A, it widens to show you, how, you know, the, the storm could be wider than that cone. You know, if a storm passes here, we could have effects here. That's why the cone's like that. If it passes, you know, here, we could have effects that wide. So, But what, what's important with this graphic is it helps you prepare. Like, you got boats or RVs or tents or Shelly's plants. <laughs> you got to kind of know. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is saying as early as, you know, Monday afternoon, we could start seeing tropical storm force winds reaching the Keys Monday afternoon. You know, Tuesday, 8 a.m., all the way up here. Doesn't mean that's where the eye is going to be. It just means that's where we can start seeing squall lines, you know. Um, even though you have a center here, you know, the storm still has squall lines around it. So you, people get caught up, including me. I mentioned that before when I... I storm document <laughs> you know you might have an eye wall here thinking oh I got time well you forget that the storms already producing squalls you know way out ahead of it so this is a great graphic to tell you that don't focus on the timestamp it can extend uh, upwards very important uh, let's look at um, so here's another let's see these are so we did that one we did that one let's this I guess we'll just dig right into the models um, show you the individual models Here's another uh, good site, weather ma Florida management. 
puts on the ensembles and uh, the GFS ensemble. We're showing ensembles too, but uh, you just just high, 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 high confidence of this thing turning up into the Florida Peninsula. I mean, um, the big question marks I think at this point is going to be how far south. East coast effects are going to be a, a shock for a lot of people, and the p potential for eastern states to even have some some effects. Um, let me pull up a good map site here just to kind of ramble on about that real quick. Um, and then we'll uh, get to the models, I promise. So I hope nobody's anxious. <laughs> uh, this is a great site, WTSP um, weather site. They have a, a Google Earth map that I'm going to open up big. Oh, I actually can't really open this one up too big. I got to do something else here. Let's, I'm trying to get a good zoom of Florida here. Let's just use Windy app. All right, let's use let's use let's use Windy app and let's actually zoom in. So here's some key points I want to talk about because we got a lot of people nervous and worried and um, rightfully so, especially if you're new to Florida. All right. So first off, the good thing about a hurricane, the good thing about a hurricane is it's Friday, right? You have days to to prepare. There shouldn't be any, uh, oh my goodness, you know, like, where'd that come from? Not like a tornado, you know, earthquakes, tsunamis. Every other weather, natural disaster, usually you don't have a lot of time to prepare. At least a hurricane, you got time to prepare. You know, we, we watch these things. But two things. This is the Euro uh, showing a weaker system, which is very questionable, 985. would be great news, but it's not showing much strengthening. The GFS is, is still... Uh, farther north so there's your two extremes gfs to the north this would be uh, wednesday evening and euro showing key west around tuesday evening timing is now almost exact because that's going to give the gfs one extra day over water because of uh the track north but here's your key points i want to bring out on this for all our, our people watching. First off, an approaching storm, like I mentioned, notice the swirling winds. We will see squall lines coming in early. And I have seen a West Coast system surprise the heck out of Miami in Southeast Florida. Like, wow. Because these rain bands fuel up with this extra ocean heat content and they just they just become the story um so you can expect east coast effects definitely even though it appears as a west coast system so watch for that uh a system that cuts through the state um will not lose much steam at all uh we got storms that cut through florida uh, you can have a hurricane here, you can have a hurricane here, 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 here. Because storms don't just slow down. So if you're on the east coast, there's a really good chance, if this is a 110 mile an hour storm on the west coast, that it's still going to be a hurricane on the east coast, um, depending on how fast it moves. I mean, if it stalls out, that's a different story. But so far, the models are showing it kind of going through the state. But what I'm saying is a, a fast-moving system through the state can definitely bring hurricane conditions, um, you know, on both sides. So there's that. Uh, storm surge, obviously, you know, we're going to be talking about that. There's going to be widespread power outages, unfortunately, with a 100-mile-an-hour system, no doubt about it. So that's a given. It's going to be widespread power outages. 
Um, big concern is the ground saturation here in the whole state basically is, is high. Uh, so any amount of rain, you know, could be a concern. That's going to be a storyline more than anything this time around. And, and the second thing is this whole Key West thing northward to Okeechobee. There's, there's the Everglades and, and any system down here fuels off of that Everglades. So we will not see much weakening. There's a brown, just Google brown water effect. And it's a real deal where, um, storms don't weaken across South Florida. So just watch for that. Um, you know, it could continue strengthening possibly, you know, so there you go. So there's two schools of thinking. This is really a really good spread here into thinking the GFS, this is the Euro, you know, keys, South Florida cutting across diagonally. Notice it's actually, you know, it's maintaining the same intensity level. This would be on Wednesday, 1 p.m. Um, so it's a real, 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 real possibility. A system like this, some other key notes. The farther south our system goes, the less effects you will have north. Less effects to the north because most of our storms are, you know, rolling in. Not as intense. You'll still have some storms, but the majority of problems are going to be on the northeast side and east side. So, you know, we saw storms in Florida where, you know, you get a landfall here and you get nothing up here. So it might look close, but there's a, you know, there's a chance that any system to your, and, and that really pertains more to storm surge than anything else, um, which is a good, good thing. You don't want everybody getting storm surge. Storm surge is bad for anybody, but um, as we saw with Irma, you know, as these winds blow east to west, the storm surge is a lot less to the north than it is to the south. And then, like I said before yesterday, uh, when this thing starts to exit, if it does exit the state, this is other, these are other little surprises people don't realize is all of a sudden we have a, now we have a system here and look at all this right here starts coming in um, to the floor, you know, to the east coast north of center. So wherever this thing exits at, expect rougher conditions to the north as uh, our storm, because it's all, it's all, it's because, it's, you know, everything's counterclockwise. Storms brew, and they impact from the Gulf Stream. They actually uh, intensify. So it's, it's an East Coast, West Coast thing, unfortunately, is what I'm getting at. Um, but let's look at all the models and get, get going on that. I know everybody's anxious. So it's really hard. So here's a great uh, – we're going to start out with Tropical Tibbets, obviously. We're just going to use it. We, we use it. Probably. We love it. But here, here I wanted to show this development first, uh, showing the Caribbean. So this is what the Euro has been predicting. Everybody's been predicting this. A slow developing system south of Jamaica. Still, It's like three days in a row now we've had consistency. Could be tropical storm. Could be starting to develop into a hurricane as it nears the Caymans. This would be Sunday night into Monday. Mm -hmm. So this is still on, on deck here that we could have a developing system um, over the Caymans on Monday. The question mark with the Euro is it's really not intensifying it, which is really odd, honestly, to tell you the truth. I'm doubting that a little bit, honestly, but that's what it shows. All right, here is the uh, latest Canadian. Let's go ahead and show you that, and then we'll show you the high resolution. These are all on tropical tidbits. This kind of gives you an idea of the rain. So here's your uh, this timestamp here. This is Tuesday morning, Canadian, already really, really close to the Keys. Tuesday morning, pulls up a little more north, possibly 978. If you're worried, you know, what all that means. 
Um, I have an old school Saffir Simpson scale over here that shows you what it used to be. Uh, 978 could be as uh, category two. So that's right on line with the NHC. There's the uh, GFS. Look at, or uh, this is the Canadian, but look at all that rain. Heavy, 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 heavy rain. We're already going to have moisture in place. There's a frontal boundary down. Um, that frontal boundary could could help weaken our system a little bit on approach, but you know I have seen it go both ways. But overall, though, lots of rain, and there's our basic movement. I have talked about this on the YouTube video. I really don't know what's going on after here. It kind of stalls it out, kind of weird. And then it kind of pulls it out. So just pointing that out there. There could be a little uh, blocking mechanism going on with this front being flat. History tells you it's going to pull up and get on out of here. But just something to think about. But overall, your landfall with the CMC would be Tuesday and then maybe overnight Tuesday into morning hours of Wednesday. So that's strong. Latest close-up on the Euro shows the uh, same scenario. Here's a Tuesday morning, 982.83. That's still strong. That's still borderline 2, borderline 1. And it kind of cuts it through the state like we talked about. That seems like the most um, likely scenario. But then, then again, it, you know, it all depends on that exit. How close it gets to the Carolinas. Um, so I, te I teased it last night. But definitely folks in the Carolinas need to watch. I mean, this latest Euro is showing 968, 953. You know, a, a, a stronger developing system exiting Florida. So that's you know definitely something to watch um pretty strong mm -hmm. for carolina so yeah that makes sense you know warm gulf stream and uh so keep that in mind that's the era uh the latest gfs shows a lot more lift in it than anybody else and it shows a 950 range storm um, coming up through Tampa and then kind of exiting and kind of hugging the coast so steering patterns are a little weird with that frontal line but history tells you that these things usually pull out um, and race off the stronger the system the more they naturally pull up and get on out of here but that's yet to be seen but as far as the GFS goes that's a pretty Strong system. 955 could be, you know, middle of the road, category three, major hurricane. And with those Gulf waters, yeah, it's very, 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 very believable, uh, especially having that extra day over those uh, conditions. So nobody has the answer as far as what you're going to get. Uh, that's why the cone widens out from day three to day four to day five um it's very important that if you're in that cone you have just as much chance as the next person uh basically you know we saw that with uh fiona riding the west coast cone after puerto rico had that western kind of vibe to it the whole time and that's why dominican republic still had a hurricane it was in the cone 
Too many people focus on that center line. It's not the center line. It's where the where it can go. Um, before let's just say the GFS is correct, we can look at some wind gusts and stuff. You know, uh, this is kind of you know what would happen. You know, strong winds here rolling in. We would have a lot of storm surge out ahead of this thing um, coming in, and some of that could be reaching the bay. You know, worst 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 case scenario for Tampa Bay is any obviously any direct hit, but any any setup to the north of Tampa Bay would be worst case scenario ever as far as storm surge goes. Some of the slosh maps for Tampa Bay are like very scary, showing Pinellas County and, and what areas could be you know potentially underwater. So I won't even start sharing those until we get a little more confidence on storm track because that would definitely scare people. But um you know any any system that is strengthening on approach is going to produce a lot of storm surge on top of winds but there you go there's the latest uh gfs not really a big swing if you think about it it's not really that much <laughs> between the two of them so like we said yesterday, obviously that GFS came around uh, totally yesterday. You know, we dismissed it, or I unofficially, unprofessionally, amateurish dismissed it. And it went from Texas, Louisiana, now it's all the way back to Tampa Bay. So you want to start seeing model consistency as we get every day closer. And, and we are getting a little more consistency from about I-4 down to the Keys. Um, that's pretty good consistency. I mean, it's been showing this now for a long you know three four days that really high consistency of um mm -hmm. you know a track but let's look at the ensembles you can learn a lot from ensembles now listen so back to my site here guys and gals i got everything i update everything there's a lot of great links to national hurricane center there's a, a gust map here there's uh, all kinds of you know links to levi's there's ensemble links storm product links wing winds analysis links there's a Zoom link, Noah link, so all these little links here. And then the mo probably the most important one is this key messages that the NHC puts out every um, six hours. It's important to read that, the key messages. Um, they pretty much keep point it, bullet point it for you what to expect. Um, but the ensembles are good to look at. So these are weather nerds. Um, a lot of different sites have them. These are your 6Z euros, so that's great. These just came out. Yeah. I don't know. So, all right. Is it time to drink coffee and talk to people yet? <laughs> TJ, Panhandle. Nothing shows Panhandle, really, buddy. Um, yet. But they got that way. The way they got that cone, listen, Panhandle, the way that that cone is, you can't at this point say never because, again, uh, if we get. Our system here they're basically saying you know there's a chance the cone could be there so anybody in that cone you know but panhandle looking but I, I I just don't see a lot of models supporting the panhandle right now so all right so here's the little sigh that I did um, so you know yesterday I talked a lot about oh it's gonna be named Hermine by the way I'm going to read some comments for a minute. <laughs> Rob Williams, yeah, the storm's coming to me. <laughs> uh, 
I'm not laughing. Jesus, now I'm going to get hate mail for laughing. God, oh my, it's been a rough week on social media. Let me tell you, it actually bothered me a little bit reading some comments, people. I'm okay, though. <laughs> I will get better. But I do, I do suggest, if you don't like the page, please don't come to the page. <laughs> please don't. If you don't like it, why you watch it? I like the ones that tell people why they hate the page. Well, I don't like the coffee or the dogs or... You must watch it a lot. <laughs> All right, so the keys are 100% watching, Michelle. Um, Charleston, listen, this like I just showed, this exit, you can see it on these ensembles. Uh, Charleston, eh, you know, you're... Not as much, but uh, I'm going to show you some high-resolution radar that's going to show how we can get some squall lines even reaching the east coast if this thing even stays off the Gulf Coast. So... One thing, one thing to note too. Listen, there's going to be a lot of tornado warnings out of these things. I don't whether or not they ever, you know, actually verify. But we get these strong squalls off of that warm Gulf waters. That that's where we get storms. We get tornadoes. Um, always a big, 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 big uh, issue with tropical systems. Um, so that's always enough. So the reason the side. These are the latest six Z uh, weather nerds. Let me put this logo in there for them, Matt. So, uh, Matt, uh, is a follower of us on Twitter and he, uh, lets me link his stuff on our site. So, uh, he, he, like I said, he and Levi are the, I use their stuff the most. They've always, uh, been kind of, um, supporters, of, you know, allow me to share their stuff. So, like I said, a lot of this data you can find anywhere, but we promote travel tidbits the most and weather nerds here. So. All right, but here, here's the big side. So we saw last night, uh, these are your ensembles from the European. We had a lot of them below Florida. But if you remember my little spiel about windshield wiper effects, it, it did exactly what we talked about. You remember, um, I showed it, you know, it was here, then here, then here, then here, then here. They always kind of end, end up back to where they kind of, the mean, you know, so... <clears throat> it looks like the 6Z kind of backed up a little bit, um, back up into the peninsula. So every time the NHC updates their cone, that cone's going to get tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And I don't think we're going to see um, a lot more cone into the lower Atlantic. So these are your ensembles. Uh, again, the good thing the Euro's doing, which is really weird, uh, it's not giving it a lot of time to strengthen. You would think it would really start to strengthen here. Euro's not saying it. I'm going to show you the H-Wharf. The Euro does make sense, though. Some of these ones to the left are kind of doing what the GFS did. It makes you think that uh, the GFS might not be so wrong. There are some ensembles saying, and as these colors in, uh, in, increase, the orange is more stronger than the yellow. Um, so definitely the euro, the euro makes sense, you know, a system a little bit more to the west. It's going to have a little more time over the gulf, which is extremely conductive with those loop eddies and loop currents uh, for development. That's what the GFS is showing, and that's what we don't want to see with that. 
let me show you the HWARF model and it is if I had to pick a number about eight out of ten times it's accurate when it comes to intensity so I'm going to show that to you and I'm not going to read any more comments like that Shelly reminded me I don't know why I do I'm starting to sound like a whiner I got to stop mentioning it I just oh, I'm not I'm really not um, a lot of great discussion going on Shane uh, actually you know it's interesting with Shane uh, the euro originally showed uh, Irma totally missing Florida GFS had a brain fart. Yeah, I don't know what happened with GFS yesterday. It was, it's been doing that all year. <laughs> Wake my dog up, man. They're over there sleeping away. Um, Surge, a hundred percent, Janelle. Um, Bobby, that's hey, what's up, Miss Bobby? It's happening, Bobby. Uh, my, uh, Heathy, I, I, originally, it depends on what your settings are on Windy. It usually defaults to just winds, not wind gusts. And remember, when you go to the Windy site, it automatically starts out with the Euro. What about Lakeland? Well, you're going to be watching this very, very close. <laughs> no more attention. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but, so, all right. So let me, let me. Let's talk about Fiona real quick. This is where, um, Mr. Sean, I got your text, buddy. I do. I know. I need to listen to. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Bad Mike for worried about a couple people, right? So, um, I learned a lot with Fiona, and it's 100% pay, played out with uh, this storm. First off, um, History is exactly repeating itself with what we're watching. A developing Caribbean, October-style storm, frontal line coming down, picking it up, accelerating it off to the northeast. So typical. Um, Fiona had some weak Western Euro ensembles. That was kind of tricking a lot of folks. Um, and the CMC started out with Fiona like in the Gulf, keeping everybody's head scratching, including mine. So sometimes models repeat themselves and come up with biases for the season. Well, when we first started getting this system, we started getting some weaker West uh, models on the Euro, and we started in CMC instantly had it going to Mexico. And as we saw with Fiona, the, the CMC caught back up, and those weaker West models kind of disappeared on the Euro. So it's kind of fun model watching. That's what I do. And let me let me show you one thing too. Uh, anybody questions all this discussion about models if you ever read the nhc discussion right everything is quoting a model everything euro did this gfs did that we went in the middle of that we agree with this we're close to the consensus aid i mean everything they do is around spaghetti models now obviously there's a huge human element element they have to choose like anybody what they want to show but they do a great job explaining why they're picking certain models and uh, what they're thinking is. And, um, you know, this is what's got me more concerned than anything is, are they starting out 
conservative on their intensity. Um, because it's really odd how the, GI, or the Euro doesn't show any intensification in the uh, Western Caribbean. All right, so let me show you that what I was getting at about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and I, I got to quit opening up so many dang... All right, here we go. My tabs... Oh, my God, I just spilled the beans. All right, so here's what the H-Wharf... So, like I said, the H-Wharf isn't particularly the best model when it comes to track. But, man, I think it does an amazing job with intensity. It, it completely called out Hurricane Fiona around Puerto Rico when others weren't. So score one again for H Wharf. But this is what is what you, we gotta watch. And this we won't know this until the weekend, unfortunately. Uh, the H Wharf really starts to develop this thing. Obviously it's a little bit to the west, but the same type of conditions are to the east. But it's already got it down to nine sixty eight. The Euro's only showing nine eighties, right? Um, so this would be what we would have to really obviously worry about. This is nine forty seven. Um, you know, move this thing over here a little bit. That could be 9.47. GFS is showing that. So this is what I'm more believing we're going to see is a rapidly intensifying system based on history and the conditions that we see down here. So still worried about that. But NHC is pretty darn close showing a 110 mile an hour system. That's only a mile an hour away from category three major. So they, 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 they're on that same school of, of thinking here for sure. Um, so there's that. Let me show you the uh, rainfall. It's kind of important because the, um, oh, I want to show you HMON real quick. HMON, here's the deal with the HMON. It used to be old, called the old GFDL. It's only good half the time. <laughs> I swear. It's about, if I had a gut instinct on this model, it's about good half the time. Um, where the hell is it? Where are we at? Nine. There he is. Nine. And we got some serious snoring going on, by the way, over there. So here's, uh, well, it's showing an intensifying system, too. 960. Remember, track on these is not the best. 950. So, so yeah. Two of our high intensity. Uh, models are still showing a pretty strong system as it could exit cuba again you know this isn't a track this is looking at intensity wow right all right so let's take a look at rainfall this is really big to, sh to point out especially in florida we got some saturated grounds in florida a lot of the rivers are at their peaks and uh it could be a, a little issue uh on top of everything else now, depending on the latest track, this is, boom, this is kind of what you see, right? Anything in the whites is about 7 inches to 8 inches. This is starting, you know, Monday, Tuesday, heavy, heavy, heavy rain. If this track goes to the north, obviously these rains follow along. But the point of this is we can see pockets of, you know, 14 inches max. Um, yesterday's 12Z, you know, same. It was a little farther north um, the run before. But look at that. Potential for rain. So, you know, each run's a little different depending on where it sets up for the final track. But, um, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 inches of rain here. Latest GFS is going to be interesting because it shows a slowdown. We're going to see some serious rainfall. Ugh, look at this. So, little, little question on a slowdown because of that front. 
And this is the latest GFS rain forecast. Wow, right? 16 inches right here in MWP Central. 20 plus, 30 inches predicted on um, its max. And this is because it's showing a slowdown. The only thing that's interesting about this whole slowdown thing is um, the Canadian showing it too. So, so th things we've learned from yesterday today, we, we see that track very confident. And when I say, you might say, what do you mean confident? It's very confident that to, to have the, the peninsula in a, in a, in a cone, um, for the last several days. And now officially that's pretty good confidence. Timing has become very confident on landfall. Now we're starting to see two, the big, big the biggest two unknowns at this point, three, I guess how strong it's going to be, but that's not really not a huge question because we know it's going to be a hurricane and possibly two or three. It's going to be, does the system slow down and bring in a lot of rain people weren't expecting and how close it gets to the East coast states like coastal Carolinas. That's kind of a, a the big unknown at this point, but uh, let's see what it's in reaction to. Um, you know, why this thing is slowing down. I suspect that high pressure is going to flatten out which would slow down, you know, when you, when you have a diagonal front, it's an easier escape. I'm, all, I'm, I'm probably, uh, we're probably going to see, um, nothing because I haven't clicked anything yet. I want to see what it looks like with a simulated. So we'll do that later. Um, I don't think we're going to see 500 on this region. I think we have to stick to the, uh, Western Atlantic. So let's go to 500 anomaly. Um, yeah, see, it kind of does that. This is the GFS. You can see that. So these are our upper-level steering maps. And um, toward the end of the week, you can kind of see how I build them back in, uh, slowing down our movement, our escape. That's what makes sense, right? Initially, the front's there. It pulls it up. And then we're starting, you know, there's that weakness. It's going to that weakness. And then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. But that's what the GFS shows. The Euro, keeping that weakness um pretty strong like i said the euro reads reads upper level patterns the best and it's showing that weakness remain and when i'm talking about a weakness this is a good old classic florida cold front <laughs> we've had them all year long we've had cold fronts across the south now forever look at the current surface chart right now look at this that's right now coming home last night there wasn't a cloud in the sky it's like bogo fronts like fronts have been hovering now they're getting a little farther south remember they've been hovering around the upper gulf now they're just coming down a little bit more but uh totally we talked about this weeks and weeks ago that if this pattern survives we're gonna see storms recurve look at there's fiona earl same thing uh it, it's completely pushed our atlantic high out of the picture this season uh opening up the door for late season October style sy systems that we're seeing now. These fronts bring in light wind shear below, allowing very favorable conditions to develop. And then eventually they follow along and pull up, pull out. But if we go in time, here we go. Here's our front. This is Tuesday. Another front. Oh, well, now we got a uh, yesterday we didn't have one. We just had a low. Well, now we have, obviously we have it. That's NHC map. But 
there's our front. So it's definitely, you know, responding to this front. And that's kind of all we got. So I guess there is that, you know, possibility that it could stall out over Florida. Ooh. Wonder if we got any let's look at some uh let's look at some ensemble. Let's see how many if any GFS shows that stalling out over Florida. Like um the Euro showing. We will see. Real quick. Drum roll. Uh let's do this the this. Alright, so let's see if we could kind of get an idea. Very few. Euros, a lot of the members are showing um, it escaping, but there are there are a few you know hanging out, hanging around. So it's interesting to note, right? I mean, the NHC is noting high high uncertainty on day four, day five. This would be um, Thursday. You know, again, you get some of those weaker members sticking out there and getting into the golf for a couple more days. So, you know, those people asking about the panhandle, obviously the cone, like I mentioned, there are a few ensembles that are showing um, a weaker system going a little more west and then pulling up into you. This would be Thursday morning. So, anyway. Yeah, it's hard to get too confident past day three. But we got to stick to the models. And like I said, majority of models are hinting of a uh, landfall here along the Florida West Coast. A lot of these are GFS-based models, too. So these, you know, but the Canadians showing it, too. So anyway. So, all right, Navy model. Now, nah, that's just for comedy relief. I don't think the Navy model does hasn't been updated in years. Let's see what the, uh, we haven't looked at uh, the UK. Now I'm really wondering about this stalling thing over Florida. That would be like a double whammy. You'd have, you know, hurricane winds and then you'd have a lot of rain. I just heard something. I hope we ain't got another rat. <laughs> we had a rat in our house. That was, so the girls got me good. Oh, look at this. I have to show you. So little Sarah went to uh, the party store. She bought a rat. So let me let me tell you what the girls did to me. They put um, <laughs> they they had it all planned out. So that so Julie went to feed the dogs. She screamed, "Emily, there's a rat!" And then she yells at Emily, "You didn't close the food!" And I'm over there yelling at Emily, "Why did you close the food?" I'm like, "You you know it's not funny." And she's laughing and. But Julie's like, but it's in the food thing. It's closed. He's in there. Go get it. So I'm over there. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, I go over there and, and uh, I'm pulling it out. And I, I look in the side and this thing's in there. I'm like, I jump. I'm like, oh my God. And Sarah's laughing. So she took this to school yesterday and uh, got all the kids. Um, that was funny. They got me good. Emily filmed it. It was it was good. I usually, I'm usually the prankster, not them. Um so that's funny. One day we'll watch it when I'm old and gray. Oh, wait a minute. I am already old and gray.
right? So, anyway, little break up the humor there a little bit, right? It's Hermine, right? Hermine? Hermine? Is that how we pronounce it? Hermine? So what am I doing right now? So here's my game plan. Um, I just watch and wait. I, I don't do anything. I did fill up the gas and the generator. I made sure it started. Good old Furman fired up. Remember I told everybody about charging those batteries? Well, I haven't started mine in months, and uh, it started right up. So props, man. So I got the old Furman out, tested it. Uh, it's working. I went and got five gas cans filled. I, we went ahead and bought a bunch of water because it's going to use it anyways. Um, and now you just sit back and wait, you know. There's no point of boarding up yet uh, because, you know, that's way too early. You definitely want to start, you know, looking at those great websites that I have linked. The NHC has them, you know, how to prepare. Uh, just things in your mind, right? Have a hurricane kit. If it makes you feel, you know, good, definitely put one together. It's something the family can do. Um, there's a lot of great information on what to put into a, a hurricane kit. And uh, definitely makes people feel a lot more prepared. So highly recommend that. Um, know your evacuation zone. I couldn't stress that more than anything. Um, Google your local city and county and, and see what evacuation zone you're in. Because if this thing approaches the coast as a one, two, or three, there's going to be evacuations. Guaranteed. And they've all changed their evacuations. Not all. A lot of them. I don't know about all. That would be wrong. But... I know we did. Pinellas County changed. Hillsborough County changed. There's new. There's new um, zones now. So you got to know your know your zone. That's very important. Uh, here's a good example. My mom and dad called me. Um, they're worried about my mom's oxygen. You know. So I told them. You know. Luckily, I got them taken care of. I got more power than I need thanks to my buddies at Furman. But they're already thinking. You know, my mom's on oxygen, right? Um, so if they get a power outage. That's serious very serious for her you know i don't think about things like this when i was younger but um that's why they stress when you're in an evacuation zone it's so important to evacuate i you know i, I get it i have a lot of friends in our fire department police um first off they can't respond to 911 calls when we're in a uh a warning situation when when the roads are you know once that wind threshold i don't know what it is but it's tropical storm range they are not permitted to rescue you know so all the calls get into a backlog system and uh, you won't get help you know that's the biggest thing it might not even be the fact that you might have you know bad conditions it, it's just more safety like if, if you um if you need help you might not be able to get it and uh, that's why it's smart to, to listen to your local officials on evacuations i mean it's definitely, uh, you know, if a storm anxiety gets you, then definitely, by all means, follow your local advice of your counties and, uh, you know, evacuate for sure. Um, you know, portable batteries are huge. Uh, those ones that charge your phones, make sure they're high milliamp, 30,000 plus. You don't want them little guys because they'll only last one time. I always suggest a power inverter that plugs into your cigarette lighter in your car. They sell 110 power converters that you can charge phones and do things with you know they're not they're not powerful enough for a hair dryer so don't be plugging your hair dryer into your car inverter but they're you know they're important if you have a laptop or whatever you know that you need to run um those are good never run a generator in a in a garage ever unfortunately a lot of hurricane related deaths are because of carbon monoxide that's a big no-no 
So if you see anybody that has a generator close to their house or in their garage, please, please have them move it. That's a big problem that can't be stressed enough uh, with your with these generators. Um, people running them in their garages and carbon monoxide. So that's huge. Um, you know, have medicine. You know, pet medicine. Big. These are all things people don't think about. You know, have have all that ready. Obviously, important documents, safe place. Have pictures of your pets. In case your pets ever get out, you know, you can help find them. If you are going to evacuate, make sure you're going to an evacuation zone that's um, pet friendly. If you have pets, some of them are, you know. Biggest thing is just gas, too, for generators. You got to have gas. I figured out finally how to use them stupid new cans the other day, too. I got two of the new green push-button gas cans, you know. I, I figured it out. You got to push hard. I don't know how you're supposed to do it. My arms hurt so bad. I was filling up the generator and uh, trying to hold that in and push. It's like a two-person job. But they, how, can, how can they overcomplicate a gas can? But that's all you can buy now. So, but there's a bazillion other things out there. I, I, you know, One thing that people told me, which is the most important, is have a roll of quarters because the laundromats might be open and the only way that you can use the laundromat is with quarters so somebody said that was that's always good advice but again that's only if you're uh in an evacuation zone all right so there's the latest uk and it's definitely turning it up into west central florida tuesday into wednesday so that that confidence is extremely high that frontal line is extremely confident the big question mark it's going to be how fast it gets through the state. And even the Euro or the UK is slowing it down some, just a little bit. So we could have a bigger rain event than some are uh, maybe expecting. This thing might stall out over the middle of the state, bring a lot of rain. That's very interesting. It's going to be a lot to watch over the weekend. The stronger it gets, before stronger it's going to be after cuba it's going to continue to uh, intensify now see here's a canadian man responding to that high pressure system stopping right there look at that this is thursday but um that that's opening up a whole new can of worms we'll see all right, lots there. Sorry. Anyway, so um, let's say hey to everybody now. We got a few minutes. What's up, Eric? Greg Stevens. Eric's all fueled up. That's good. Um, preparation list, Richard Sanford. Yes, I shared that. It's a great uh, preparation list. Dennis Phillips shared it. I shared it. Um, yeah, that's weather models, correct, Miss Shelley? So, Willie, yeah, brings up a good point. 2016 Hermine, uh, I've shared some videos from that. We had a lot of storm surge here in Tampa Bay from Her Hermine. Um, let me, I tell you, the, uh, John from Jacksonville, what's up? Yeah, man, this is interesting, this rainfall thing. This thing could definitely slow down. <laughs> J Mark, oh, you can't say that. 
Oh, man. Checking in for Braden and Sean. Hey, that's my hometown. That's where I was born and raised. Hey, Kim King, how you doing? Uh, thank you, Jennifer Countryman. Thank you, Christine. Like I said, I see three comments at a time. So, man, I am not being rude. I can't see everybody's stuff. But, hey, I highly encourage you to come back to our chat in the winter when there's no storms and we can see a lot more chat. I did talk about the Carolinas, Ryan. Uh, there's a chance this thing could exit the state and um, be close to you as far as um, rain, you know, rain bands go for sure. Uh, latest Euro uh, shows this thing strengthening and possibly touching North Carolina. So yeah, Carolina's coastal needs to watch and Georgia. If this thing takes a slow turn up through the coast, it can ride the East Coast. You know, the Euro's showing it. Here's what the Euro shows. Let me show you the latest mm -hmm. on the, um, just showing you that. That scenario could change, but, you know, there's a Euro clipping the Carolina coast there on Thursday into Friday. That, that so far is the most likely output but these other ones showing a stall are kind of interesting over florida but that typically is what we see really curious on the intensity oh we might have a zero we might have an 18z that just came out on the euro or 6z not 18z i'm really thinking the euro is underestimating the intensity of this thing but 992. If I remember correctly, the Euro in the past underestimated intensity quite a bit. It does extremely well with track. But I think I remember it was always a little low on intensity until maybe the end as it gets closer. Oh, man. Hey, Debbie, I appreciate it. We got a new follower on YouTube. Hey, I'm just an average Joe. We got a great weather family. Lowered Andrew, what's up, buddy? I know you chat a lot. Good to see you. Um, share a lot of stuff. A lot of family stuff. Just an, just an average Joe. Hey, look at that. I'm still drinking the same uh, monster from last night. This is what we opened last night's show. Ultra Fiesta Mango. It's an Ultra Fiesta Mango party. <laughs> mm -hmm. I always forget to um, drink all these, and I refuse to throw them away. So I, I'm drinking the non-carbonated version of it now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good morning, Miss Alexis. I know you chime in a lot from Barbados in England. Yvonne, expected landfall. Well, if it hits the keys, it could it could almost be. Remember, don't worry so much about the landfall. But as far as landfall, it could be as early as Monday night into Tuesday this week coming up. Let me just leave it on this one graphic, which I I love. This is uh. So. Um, 
Mike, why is TD moving west and then north? Great question. Well, right now it's, there's a high pressure down in the Caribbean. High, uh, high pressures rotate clockwise. Uh, that's typical through the Western Caribbean. It's actually going through an area of the Western Caribbean called the, the uh, Hurricane Graveyard. There's usually a lot of uh, wind shear down here, but uh, our storm is doing very well. This is um, Weather Nerds, so it's it's going to survive this wind shear that we typically see. Um, but great question. What makes this thing? Man, we got all kinds of things out there. I, I, I'm not going to. I'm not. I, I don't have enough room on the website. I'm not going to. We're focusing on Fiona for our friends in Nova Scotia and this one. But it's actually looking, I mean, that's some big-time convection compared to yesterday at this time. Remember yesterday? Um, Ryan said, check out. Okay, I will check it out. Yeah, I, I, yeah this high pressure is going to be interesting. Yeah, Craig, 100% correct. This thing is, so Fiona was actually... Um, it was such a large system it was creating wind shear from the backside which kind of helped actually if you probably helped this thing lift a little bit but now that that's gone hey cindy robinson that was nice of you thank you uh it's in a better vibrate so what's steering this thing well we got a high pressure and basically whoa what the heck is that i don't know what the hell that was um we got a high pressure now then we got a cold front coming down and cold fronts kick our high pressures this way which opens up a door well that's way too early i shouldn't have drew it there opens up a door for our system so as our high pressure leaves the winds of the high pressure actually help accelerate our system northward frontal lines come in push the high pressure away opens up a gap and uh that was pretty cool gap um and it's really neat you know uh shelly did you mail me these things one time these are our this is our toy section of the day <laughs> i have an h on here for high and uh, uh green for low <laughs> so let me see if it would line it up because it's backwards okay so <laughs> here's basically what we're at right now you got a high pressure to the north low pressure uh when that front comes in i'll use my pen here <laughs> um god i need more fingers man okay. <laughs> all right um as our front comes in, right, here comes our front. It pushes our high pressure away, and it opens up a door for our system. It actually should be like this, right? I'm trying to think what you guys are seeing. Let's see, let's see. Florida's here. <laughs> anyway, high pressure goes this way, opens up the door. This, this thing's spinning clockwise, you know. Uh, the winds help accelerate our system around it it's so cool um that really didn't work out like i was hoping <laughs> but it it is everything is upper level winds everything upper level winds control strength upper level winds control steering jet stream controls the whole world the jet stream um and that's what we got typical florida october style hurricane <clears throat> euro underestimating intensity in my opinion this stall is really becoming interesting so man could be shaping up for a wet hurricane on top of
a windy surge event. Wow. Okay. Let's see what else we can show here before we leave. Um, waves? We don't know yet. Hey, what's up, Paul? Um, Michelle says, came in our last Category 1 hurricane. Yep, you're right. You're, you're probably going to get a hurricane. You'll be under hurricane warnings, I have a feeling. Katie, I'm not really up on the hurricane hunters. What's going on? I'm going to uh, have to start doing a little more homework. Uh, Sager over there. Patel, well, the windshield wiper we saw with the Euro, it kind of went way south, and now it kind of creeped back up north a little bit. So the Euro, you know, I was thinking, I think we mentioned it last night, um, if the Euro kept trending south, we might see a greater likelihood of, you know, this thing missing Florida, but now the Euro kind of came back a little bit. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. Florida Peninsula still seems like it's, you know, in the old school of thumb is this, uh, stronger hurricanes kind of do their own thing, right? So, um, a strong 110 mile an hour hurricane likely would, would, push that front out of the way maybe i don't you know that's the latest thinking on the nhc your consensus models are kind of showing that you, you know if you look at these consensus models you can see them on top of the tidbits here really good the tvc inline right here this is kind of like a blend of all the models currently um and it's showing an exit moving so yeah that's just something thinking in the back of your mind so anyway, uh, the keys, listen, uh, keys could start feeling effects. Oh, this is the graphic I was going to leave it on right here. The keys could start to feel the effects Monday night. Uh, so yeah, it, it's sneaking up on us. I mean, this is a great graphic. Um, just because our center could be down there below Cuba, it could also mean that the winds are going to start reaching the keys as early as Monday noon. So very believable. Monday timeline has been stuck, uh, and we're now seeing it official. Uh, we can see tropical storm force winds Monday, and that and that's a, that means a lot. You got a lot of boaters down there. They got to tie things up and get ready. You know, tropical storm bring in a lot of winds, and uh, they got to they got to prepare. So anyway, that's uh, Monday uh, possibility for storm um, tropical storm force winds. So, Sandy Smith, thank you. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> I guess I could. I forget that sometimes. Oh, there you go. Oh, it could be my Chrome limit right now. Oh, I already had it open. I probably should close some windows out. We went through the whole season without crashing Chrome, so that's probably a good thing. Let's go ahead and close a bunch of windows. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll just leave it right there for now. This is the current track. We're going to get a new track update here in about 30 minutes. We can possibly still be talking by then. <laughs> Let's just keep on trucking until we see a new update, I guess. Why not? That's what we used to do. So I'll do another live tonight. Probably... Six, maybe. Um, 
Panhandle, all right, good question, Greg. If the storm rides up on the west side, very little um, effects on the panhandle if this thing curves up into the peninsula. <laughs> Jimmy says, down more lower ram. I know Shelly's been telling me to get a new computer forever. Um, Gaston, yeah, it's going to circle around, Allison. I showed it. I have a link on my page, but Gaston is 60 miles an hour right now. Uh, it is expected to loopy back um, uh, west. But you're definitely your 60 mile an hour, very rare. Um, very rare to see that that far north. So, I surge prospects. Ah, it's hard. There might be, you know what? We might have a link here that might be live. We haven't used it this season. Jeez, first time we use it all year. Um, the coastal surge map from CERA. Ah, we kind of do. This is preliminary. This is based on current NHC track. I don't know though if it's. I mean, it could be right. I don't know. I don't know if it starts updating this far out or not, but it's linked. I'll link it more in our storm section on the top, storm surge. But if it is updated, then um, we'll start to see, God, I'm going to have to relearn how to use this thing. Can't even remember now. <laughs> There's a uh, let's see right here. There we go. So yeah, this is a cool site. I don't know if it's updated yet, but it will be soon. Um, with you know, thinking on storm surge and stuff. So yeah, I'll link it. A little too early to know. Hey, you just know the category if 110 mile an hour storm. It's going to be storm surge to watch for no doubt about it but it's not showing much for the keys i don't know you guys tell me down there what, what does it take to get storm surge you would think uh we would have more showing up on this map with our storm coming in you would think All right, anything else? Sandbags. Yeah, we're going to start seeing counties do that. Um, Lindsay, nobody knows. South Florida, Tampa, that's not really a big swing. Way too far out. That's why the NHC cone starts out confidence is great day one, day two, day three. Day four, day five, it opens up because there's still weather that you can't predict. Um Remember, three days out, Michael' confidence was definitely a little higher. You know, we're not quite at three days yet. So maybe by Saturday, tomorrow, we could start to see a little more confidence on possible landfall. But right now, there's a little bit of windshield wipering. The models are bouncing around a little bit. Euro came up a little bit. Um, 
I'm, I'm not seeing as much support for it missing Florida as we did last night. I posted the Euro um, 00Z ensembles last night, and there was a lot of them below Florida. Well, now they just they kind of went up, kind of what they do. They kind of end up back where they all began. It always happens. Captain Danny, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Captain. <laughs> Somehow I ran across on TikTok uh, old sitcom uh, intros, and I ran across um, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I love Gilligan's Island. I could grab Hunter. Boy, they're over making all kinds of noise. Um, Cedar Key. A lot of specifics, but people are freaking out for water. Well, I figured that would happen. Yeah, so I got a lot of people in Tampa watching. Um, the most important thing for Tampa is, does the eye go to the north or to the south? If the eye goes to the north, that's bad for surge. I want to show you guys. Maybe we got some people watching that don't watch all the time. But um, storm surge. I don't know how many storm surge maps I got. I feel like sometimes when a storm in play, I don't get into all the sciencey stuff like we usually do. But um, I don't know where the hell the storm surge. I was going to try to show you Ada. Here was Ada. This is a good map. This will give you an idea. So Ada, two years ago in November. Um, it passed by 60 miles off the coast of Tampa Bay. This is radar for it, but it constantly spun in the, the winds. And somebody at FEMA told me we had almost a thousand homes flooded, um, along the Florida Pinellas, you know, West coast parts of Tampa Bay, uh, it pushed in a lot of water and it was 60 miles offshore never made direct land never made a direct hit into tampa um and it had record surge for tampa uh, tampa bay four foot problem with ada was it came at high tide and you add another two two feet to that and you have something called storm tide so storm surge doesn't take into account high tide so storm tide is surge plus high tide so there's an example of a system that was way off coast, off the shore. And Elena was another one in 1985 that brought in a lot of flooding to the area. So um, a storm that passes to your south is the opposite. Here's Hermine back in 2016. There's my daughter, Emily. Getting so big. My dad used to put his hand on, on my head and say, you know, don't, don't grow up. But that's our park, Ariel's Park, and um, Hermine passed to our west, obviously. You can see Hermine. This is real satellite of Hermine. Um, the eye here. Oh, my goodness. I can't ever use that little pointer button. Um, look how far offshore Hermine was, but we still had surge in Tampa Bay all the way up to the dock. 
that same dock the next year that's about 10 feet at least i don't know it's it's might even be more than that but this was irma and irma blew winds in the other direction from east to west came in below tampa bay and the winds pushed the water out of the bay so the angle of approach is everything as far as surge and depending on where any system makes landfall usually you'll get the most surge obviously at landfall but the heaviest surge will be to the south side if it's the peninsula the panhandle this is not a panhandle storm right now it'd be the east side because of the counterclockwise flow remember you know you know you know all too well i'm not going to mention any storm names but so that's uh you know that's a big thing if the storm passes south of tampa then then you have less chance for storm surge um because of that uh, another graphic here i want to show is this little guy here's a really interesting point i mean let me show you this one where the heck is it had a graphic there it is all right i like this graphic i made this graphic this is a 1921 category three hurricane and um most of our oldsmar was underwater the storm went to our north category three i think it weakened the time it hit though but but anyway uh this is our bank building there's little sarah she took a picture for me but the water line was rumored to be almost up to the second floor and uh the bank building is here and here is the coast so this whole area was it's completely underwater um this is my hometown over here in oldsmar there's a sign on line ball that i parked my truck at that's literally about i don't know what is that the 10 foot maybe under you know all the right circumstances under you know a major hurricane this spot right here is literally two and a half miles from the coast. This is Tampa Bay, not even, it's Tampa Bay, but old Tampa Bay. But this little spot here, 2.5 miles from the bay, they have this sign that says storm surge could be here. That's like a wake-up call, right? So yeah, and I had this cute little graphic Emily here. This is also by our house. There's one, uh, this is a mile from our house. Another one of those signs. So, eh, you know, category three storm to our north here in Tampa. This, look at this. This would all be technically possibly underwater. Meaning Pinellas could be an island. All this water we get pushed up in that Lake Tarpon watershed and uh, potentially, you know, be bad but that's a storm hitting tampa right now the trends are a little less tampa a little more south but you know if you want to use a three-day cone you know um, forecast line so we're gonna have a new cone here like any minute can you believe it So well, the name is going to be Hermine. 
It's a hinge over a YouTube. Great point. Um, could be a big rain event if this thing stalls. Interested in that setup. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Extra room in Orlando. Dale Kynberg. Yep, it's coming to you, buddy. You believe that? Ben, <laughs> about that, but thank you. I saw, um, I do have an umbrella, Jason. I, I got them. I got a, uh, had a great company send me a bunch. We had the most craziest story about that umbrella. What do you think is going to happen in the 11 o'clock update? Any minute. What are we going to see? I'll tell you what we will see. If we see a dot here, if we see an interval dot squeezing together, that definitely means that they're starting to believe that this thing can slow down through the state. Oh, boy. Very interesting possibility here of a, of a slowdown over Florida. But what are they going to do with the track? That's the bigger question. Um, I'm wondering. I mean, I do they put an M here? I mean, there's definitely arguments that you could probably say the intensity is going to either be the same or a tick more. Um, I don't know. Let's see. What else could we see here? Um, this might get less. Um... I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a lot of change, honestly. The only question is going to be the next timestamp. Is it going to be slower with that stall in front? Don't know. Don't know. 120. I mean, man. I mean, we could have some wind shear coming down with that approaching front. And that would um, slow down intensification some. I mean, we are going to have a frontal line coming down. Some, well, another model I use here. Let's take a look at the blend of... I don't know if it's working. Well, a couple of times ago, it wasn't even working. Um... I can't remember where was it was it I haven't used it forever uh, oh look at that hey we have active cyclones now this is interesting oh that's a new link cool um, I'm sorry I'm thinking out loud now <laughs> um, we were gonna look at see if it's on this one or not uh, 
let's do wind shear. Those Europeans got it. Alright, so we're looking at wind shear. Yeah, that makes sense. So here's Tuesday. Ah, uh, you know, what, what do fronts bring, right? Wind shear. So um, I'm sure the Euro is kind of looking at that a little bit. A lot of wind shear expected in the Gulf. I mean, that's common sense, really, I guess. So, yeah, it, you know, it GFS is obviously different. I mean, it, GFS is showing a 930, 40, 50 storm over here. So, I guess it all depends on how it intermingles with this wind shear from that approaching front frontal line. It's going to be draped over the Gulf of Mexico. But the Euro has definitely been coming in super duper uh, slower than um, others. All right, so we're waiting on 11 o'clock. I'm just kind of working now. Apps are tough because they um, go off of models. Travel depression 10 off of Africa. Jeez and crackers. Where's it going? <laughs> Straight north. There you go. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> There's a weird track you don't see every day. I don't think I'm. Even, I'm not even gonna update anything. I gotta focus on ninety or ninety-eight. Um, right, let's see if we get a new track here any, any minute. Any minute. Sometimes a discussion. Some, usually they post a discussion before the model graphics. A little trick here. So we'll keep it on a discussion. First thing I would do when I look at the discussion is see if they raise in miles per hour. Maybe they'll go to 115 here. Um, what else are we looking at? Uh, oh, I want to look at the uh, 6Z versus 18Z. Sorry about the dogs, by the way. <laughs> Louie's happy. I don't want to mess with him. Let's see at the end of 90 hours. All right, so the latest Euro, nine, uh, this is what it showed, 991. That's the latest, 991. Overnight showed. About the, about the same, actually. Sure, it's responding to that wind shear a little bit. Oh my God! Okay, what's the next name? Well, you know what? Uh, Hermine is <laughs> the next name, but then we have Ian, so it's a race before who gets what. Florida's had a, uh, a lot of history with eye storms, so now we have a race. T technically, we have a race on who's going to get the first name. We have. Nine and ten. Who gets Hermine? Who gets Ion? Eon. Is it Eon or Ion? Here we go again. Jeez, I've never said that any name names correctly, I don't think. Uh, pronunciation guide. Let's see. I got Hermine figured out. Hermine. That makes sense. It's Eon. Ian. Ian. Not Ion. It's E. 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 Ian. Ian, Ian, 
Not Ian. Ian. <laughs> There's no I in Ian. It's Ian. Come on. Let's see if we get an update. 11 o'clock. Boom. Nope. All right. Well, we got to wait. Let's see what we got. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see something. Sometimes a three-day updates before the five-day. <laughs> so I'll go to three-day. Everything I said now has not happened. <laughs> they just haven't uploaded them yet. So, um, E-N. Yeah, so it, could, it, it could have been a two-letter name. There you go, Stephanie Stokes. I storm. How many I storms have been known to um, impact Florida? It's like watching the. Uh, well, no, it's like watching the pot. Somehow, pot boil, broil, or something. <coughs> but hey, welcome all the new followers. We really appreciate it. Uh, as we wait for the new update, at eleven o'clock. Um, don't say never, Shelly, about the website. Knock on wood. But yeah, you know. It's, um, let's see what old Twitter's saying. We haven't been on Twitter today. I love Twitter. We get a lot of updated information on Twitter. Tropical Depression 10. Oh, God, I'm going to have to update the website. I'll at least put the map on there. Oh, my God, breaking news. Why is that breaking news? I hate the term breaking news. Oh, we had a Pinellas County Sheriff um, killed today. I was sad. I think it was Pinellas County, wasn't it? Or Hillsborough. Yeah, it was Pinellas County. Eesh. So, uh, yeah, we're just waiting on um, news. Yeah, 10. I'm going to have to update. I'm gonna, I'll have to put trouble. I'll have to update the website. Four storms out there right now. We got 10. Now it's 10. We got 9. We got Gaston. We got Fiona. Four storms. You think they're going to name it Matt? Let's see what it looks like. All this chit-chat. We don't even really look at it. That's kind of bad of me, I, I guess. Um, circuit, surface circulation. I always start out here. Decent, right? 700. Nah, it's not really nothing yet 500 is not looking good at all actually they didn't expect it to uh, organize anytime soon yeah it's very broad not good at all so I don't think it's gonna be named yet it's got a really good low level but nothing uh, getting a lot of wind shear down there here's your wind shear coming in from the backside still a little bit look at that still coming in but you know, still get you know, still battling wind shear, 25, 30 knots of wind shear coming in from the backside, and you can probably see that if you look at the maps here in Weather Nerds, you can see the wind. You can almost see the low-level circulation here as all the convection gets blown off um, to the west. So it's battling a lot of wind shear. The only thing that this map shows you is that look. Out ahead of it there's no wind shear so it's it's got a little bit of time left in some unfavorable conditions and then it should start to intensify it's got that core bubble and i'm telling you it looks very impressive um see here shear tendency 
a lot less wind shear. There's our front lines hanging out, so it's got the window. Hey, John Davies, appreciate that, buddy. Hey, you're new. We welcome, welcome. Discussion is up. <laughs> Drum roll. All right, discussion. Discussion. 115. That officially is a major hurricane. So we did get we did get the M. Question is, who is it going to touch? Drum roll. You know what I don't like about the NHC is that they send out their data plots to everybody on Twitter. And they all get them first. And they all automatically... Oh, here's your track, Eric Burris. There you go. So there's where official landfall is a Category 3. South of... You know... Uh, oh, man. Major hurricane... Five miles an hour, but still major is a major hurricane. We're waiting on it. Let's go to three day. No, nope, still not there. It takes them a little while sometimes to update their graphics. I don't like sharing everybody else's, man, because I've seen over one time it bit everybody. They sent out something wrong and they had to retract it. So I always like to stick to official sources um, to share. M means major hurricane, yes. No changes in track, Matt. It's the only thing good about no changes in track is at least we're getting confidence. Is that not? I mean, that's not irresponsible to say, but um, you want to see confidence. I don't think you're going to have a dot past that five day though that's a problem we're gonna have to wait till 5 p.m i'll tell you this story this is so funny um the radio i don't even know the radio station down in miami but uh i forgot all about it i had a radio call in today and uh the phone rang at 6 50 and i'm sitting here and, and i look at julie I'm like who the heck's calling us at 6 50 in the morning and i forgot it was a radio show <laughs> but they didn't even know it was designated yet down down there like what so that was kind of breaking news to them. Remember, there's no center line is very irresponsible to post. I try never to post that center line unless I want clicks. But remember, the cone is everything. The cone, you're going to get little wiggles and wobbles. So you, got, you can't focus too much on that center line. It actually looks like it went north. Let's save this one. Let's leave this one up. Oh, let's try out the new trick. Somebody told me. Open image and new tab. Alright, so we left that one up. Now we'll refresh it again. Let me open it up in another tab. Alright, so this will be the one we update. Oh! I like it. So it kind of, did it go north a little bit? 
Well, there's a new track, everybody. I, and, and you know what? Listen, read a discussion. They're going to tell us right now. This is where we read for emotion. Um, uh, westward adjustment. What does that mean? How do you do a westward? Oh, it, they bumped it west. So that means it did trend a little north. It did not trend south. So the big changes on the 11 a.m. track, it went a little bit to the west, which means a little bit more to the north. And the wind speed's picked up. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> Nicole went, went west, actually, believe it or not. There's where it was. And there's where it is. So you can kind of just tell by you're looking at... Um, well, that's really zoomed in. Look at that. So there's where it was. Very slight tick, but they did move it a little west, which means it's going to come in a little bit more to the north. So major hurricane right there, folks. That's what they're predicting. 8 a.m. Wednesday. Remember, that has nothing to do. You're going to get effects way earlier than that. Remember that graphic I showed you? It's on the page. Just because it says 8 a.m. Wednesday, you're going to start getting effects way before that Tuesday night. I have that right here. So even with that new track, even though it says Wednesday, 8 a.m., you can start seeing Tropical Storm Force winds as early as Monday night. Even though it shows a Wednesday a.m. landfall. So remember that. Don't don't plan on that little dot. You got to plan on there's going to be storms way ahead of it. It's like, oh, wait a minute. It wasn't supposed to be here till tonight. Why 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 are we getting storms? Well, because so it's really it's a good map. It's confusing, but it it means a lot. All right, let me get Hunter and say goodbye because they got to go pee. And uh, I had to make sure I had pants on today. <laughs> I always do. Come here, buddy. All right, we didn't show. We didn't show. We didn't show Louie. We showed. We didn't show Hunter. Here's little Hunter. Oh my God, I love my little guy. He is the man. This little guy right here. Oh, hi. He's gonna yawn. Right? I bet you a million bucks. Ready? He's got to see me do it though. Ready? Ready? Here we go. He's not even opening his eyes. Hey, hey, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> here it comes. Come on, wake up. All right, here it comes. Here it comes. You gonna yawn? Are you gonna yawn? <laughs> He's still sleeping. Anyway, all right. Well, we got a lot of serious stuff to worry about. But life goes on, right? You gotta, you gotta just plan plan appropriately and prepare and nothing, nothing you can do all right here it comes here comes a yawn i can feel it right now here it comes ready <sighs> prove me right buddy <sighs> he's so dang tired he's a good boy believe it or not our mwps named him on our little show when when i had him coming we polled everybody. Everybody put their names in the hat, and we, we discussed it as a family, and we named him Hunter, Hurricane Hunter. Right? You a good boy? 
He's such a good boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, listen, we'll be we'll be live tonight. Um, and uh, uh, I'll do another YouTube quickie around five because we're gonna have a whole lot of models out then, and then um, we'll be live tonight, hundred percent. I don't know when, but either six or six. <laughs> All right, cheers. We'll see y'all. I'm going to post at 11 o'clock now. Thanks for joining along. Bye-bye.